What up? Here. Welcome to episode 13 and the final episode of 2017 of the Beat of Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Hernandez. To my left is Mike Saeed. If you can see to my left, he's sitting to my left. Mike, always on the left. Always. Say what's up to the people. What's good? Um, yeah, we have a lot to go over. Um, a lot of content in this episode. Um, Lots of trash. Don't, 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 we don't want to start off the episode with positive, with negative energy. We want to start off with positive energy. So that's what we're going to do. Alright. Alright, that's what we're going to do. The Nets, the Nets are, say the Nets are trash and Ben's worse. We're currently on a three game losing streak ever since we blew uh, the Wizards out last Friday, 119-84. That game was completely random. It really was. And it came after, our last two wins actually of, of the season have been against Washington. Uh, since the last time we did a podcast, I think we talked about beating the Thunder, right? No, that was the, no, game, the yeah, game of the Thunder, and then... Like, no, we got Ja, game? we got Ja. And yeah, then, and then yeah. we played the Thunder that night. No, we played the Heat. Yeah, so, just, to, just a little recap of the last couple of weeks, uh, in case you haven't been paying attention. Um, the Nets have three wins in the last, um... Two and a half weeks, uh, they beat Oklahoma City in uh, Mexico, one hundred to ninety five. Then they lost to the Heat in Mexico. Then they came back home, beat the Wizards at home, one hundred three ninety eight. That game was intense, down to the final minute. Um, then we went on a four game losing streak against the Knicks, the Raptors, the Pacers, and the Kings. The Kings lost really fucking. I, I didn't even watch that game, but I was really annoyed at the fact. Is there's just the Nets are starting finally to come back down to earth and it it's 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 yeah. Uh we got blown the fuck out by the Raptors, one twenty to eighty seven. Just a complete annihilation of, 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 of everything that, you know, the Nets are built up. It was a complete like confidence shatterer, uh if 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 I've ever seen one. And then, you know, you lose to the Pacers. Terrible matchup for the Nets, the Pacers are. Um Losing to the Kings, the Kings are like right down there at the bottom of the league with the Nets. You you lose games, but it, it sucks to lose them in the fashion that the Nets have been losing in recently. Um, then they completely come out of nowhere and beat the Wizards by thirty five. They were up by forty at one point in that game. Uh, Rondé almost had a triple double. Finished with a double double, twenty one and eleven. I think he had seven seven assists. Uh, then you lose to the Pacers, a game in which they led by double digits in the first half, let the Pacers creep back into the game, and then they lost in overtime after fighting to force overtime, uh, let Victor Oladipo drop 38, and then uh, losing to the Spurs is a given. Um, we, we don't have the talent to, to match up with the Spurs. And then last night... That was, that was just ugly. Like, I, um, when I got home... Right when the game started, and I said Cousins and Anthony Davis are dropping thirty each, and they almost did. It it if if there was ever such thing as a scheduled loss, the game against the Pelicans is one of them. Yeah. Anthony Davis went off for thirty three. Rajon Rondo set a career high and a Pelicans franchise record with twenty five assists. It was a scheduled loss. And we just don't have the size 
and the talent to compete with these teams who have these elite front courts, these Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins and Pau Gasols and LaMarcus Aldridge's and all these, you know, talented front court players that the Nets don't have the size or the talent level to match up with. And that's a thing that's been bothering the Nets all season. And another thing that's been bothering me is that the Nets have a talented front court player sitting on the bench with these do not play coaches decisions. Jaleel Okafor has played one game in the month of December. One game. And the explanation for him not playing any other games since the Nets have acquired him is that he's not in basketball shape. He needs more conditioning. This this is like one of two things is like maybe he did show up out of shape. Maybe he did show up to the season out of shape, and that's why he didn't get minutes with the Sixers, and that's why you know he's not getting minutes with the Nets now. But to get into basketball shape, you have to play basketball. You know, like you're you're losing to the Pelicans last night so bad. You give Milton Doyle burn, which I'm not mad at. I'm I'm glad the Nets called him up. I'm glad that he's getting an opportunity with the team. But you have Jaleel Okafor, who's healthy, who's not injured, who you know might be a little rusty from not getting minutes all season, and then you just have him sit on the bench the whole game while you're giving Quincy Acy twenty minutes a night. Mike. I don't understand uh, it. I was, you don't understand how frustrated I was watching Rondé guard DeMarcus Cousins last night. Like, I I don't know why I decided to watch that game. I don't know why I kept watching that game. But it was, how do you go on a fucking 19-0 run and still be down by 15? That's how, basketball. How you, yo, it's just. It's we, Nets basketball. Yo, I knew what was going to happen, and I still watched it, and I still was mad at it. Yeah. Like, we, I don't understand why he's not. The final it. score isn't indicative of how bad that game was. Yo, we, we only lost we by still, 15. We still scored 113 points. Yeah. And we still lost by double digits. Yes. That's wild. That's fucking wild. And it's just, it's just a combination of a lot of things, you know, bad shot selection, Terrible poor plays, bad rotations. Quincy AC seeing the floor, Timothy uh, Mozgov seeing, seeing the floor. Twelve fucking. Why was he on the floor for twelve minutes last night? Why? Why? Why was he even called? For, why did he even take off his fucking warmers? I'm so tight. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm angry. But if you look, if you look at the Nets in December, you're you're seeing a steep drop off. Um, Rondé has been playing very well. Uh, he's averaging 15.4 points per game, 7.5 rebounds in the month of December on 47% shooting, 43% from three, which is an area that, you know, everybody wants to see, and a Rondé, in an area where Rondé needs to, you know, be consistent if he wants to be a top-tier NBA player. Uh, Rondé, granted, he doesn't take a lot of threes. Last night, he shot a three wide open with confidence to open up the game against the Pelicans. And that's what you want to see from Rondé. If he's open, take the shot. If he misses it, so what? But, you know, he's starting to shoot the ball a little bit better. He's only averaging um, one attempt per game, if that, uh, for the month of December. So if he's making them, make them. Yeah, I'm not not mad at it. You know, his mid-range shot's a lot better. So, like, if, if he's feeling, I mean, he takes some bad shots sometimes, but his, his that's because he's trying to be more confident with offense, and I appreciate that, but it, it, yeah, it, it's a good thing that he 
receiving confidence. And another, yeah, the leading scorer right now. Yeah, and another player that's stepping up finally, Karis Levert. Um, oh, he got a lot better. Terrible start to the season. Yeah. Dreadful start. People were calling for him to be traded, sit him on the bench, and rightfully so. He was taking some bad shots, making some bad decisions. His poor decision making still there. He's averaging almost three turnovers per game, uh, which is in the month of December. Um, still, you know. Yeah, but that's what that, that, that's what happens. Wait, he's been passing a lot more. He's been getting a lot more yeah. assists. So that that's what I mean. That's what happens when you're young. So you're gonna yeah. make a lot of mistakes. But this month he's averaging fourteen and five, five yeah. assists per game. Um, shooting the ball a little bit better. He's shooting fifty percent in the month of December, forty five percent from three. Uh, these are all promising signs. Um. All you can ask for Karras is just keep getting better, play smarter, let the game slow down. Um, at this point, he's like one of our best passers, other than you know, like and like you know, I don't I don't know who else can yeah. pass well, the ball relatively well. Yeah, but Karras handles mainly like yeah. for 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 him. Yeah, um, Spencer Dinwiddie has taken a sh- decline. Uh, from where he was in fantasy, he's still this month he's still averaging thirteen points a game, seven assists, but his shooting number is down to forty percent, three pointers down to thirty four percent. Spencer Dinwiddie, I love Spencer Dinwiddie, I I really do. I love Spencer Dinwiddie. I love his game. I love the emotion and you know what he brings to the team, but there has to be. He needs to stop playing hero ball. Yeah, he needs to stop shooting 13 feet away from the three-point line. Yeah. Um, granted, we don't have many options to take those shots in those moments, but there have been a few instances where he just chucks up threes for no reason, and I don't understand. Alan Crabb, <sighs> disappointment this season so far. I mean, we're still relatively early on in the season, but disappointment. He's averaging 10 points a game this month, uh, shooting 36%, 33% from three. Not Alan Crabb numbers, not the numbers you'd expect from, I think, is he the higher, highest paid player on this team? He might be. I would, I, 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 would I, I assume that he's the highest paid player on the team. And for him to have that contract and produce numbers that are this mediocre... Not good so far. Um, I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if he's just... I don't know what it is, but Alan Crabb, just very disappointing. Damari Carroll has also taken a steep decline in his numbers. He's averaging 10 points per game, 6 rebounds, shooting the ball abysmally in the month of December, 35% from the field, 30% from three. The numbers are falling down because the Nets are taking... Terrible shots. They're just firing up threes at will, and you're you're seeing a team that's regressing to where people thought they would be at. You know, this is this team. You know, right now, twelve and twenty-two. Uh, the month of December has not been kind to the Nets. Not at all. Four wins in the month. Nine losses. Not good. It's it's, it's not good, and it, it's it's getting to a point where watching the games is becoming more of a chore than, you know, something that people enjoy doing. Um, 
Quincy AC needs to go. <laughs> Quincy AC needs to go, and I'm. <sighs> Aside from last night, he he's been like it's bad. If he's not making his threes, then there's really no point in him being on the floor. And I don't understand it because he he wasn't this terrible last season. He he really wasn't, and he just regressed so much. He's shooting thirty one percent from three this month. And if you if you look at the, if you look at you know the whole season, Quincy AC just his stats are much better than Chris Paul. Quincy AC is averaging you know five points per game on thirty three percent shooting, thirty three percent from three. At what point do you ask yourself maybe should I stop shooting the ball? If the threes aren't going in, and there's just a handful of disappointing players that the Nets are putting on the court night after night with zero lineup changes from Kenny Atkinson, zero adjustments during the game for Kenny Atkinson, it feels like we're set in the same rotation every single game, and it's becoming abysmal to watch. I cannot watch Quincy AC play another minute of basketball. I cannot watch Timothy Mozgov play another second of basketball. <laughs> I cannot watch Rondé guard a fucking 6'11 power forward. I can't watch Tyler Zeller foul I four can't... times in the first five minutes of the game. I can't watch Jalil Okafor be glued to the bench night in and night out knowing there's practically nothing wrong with him other than the fact that the Nets don't think he's in shape yet but if you play him maybe he will get in shape I can't watch Damari Carroll brick threes I can't watch Spencer Dinwiddie brick threes with fucking 25 20 I said 25 with fucking 20 seconds left in the shot clock the only saving grace we have really is the hope that D'Angelo Russell will be back sometime soon Jared Allen's been playing well Nick Stauskas I love Nick Stauskas so much and who would have thought, you know, when we made that trade for Jaleel, that Nick Stauskas would be the best part of it so far? Exactly. He's averaging 10 points per game since becoming a member of the Nets in, uh, in seven games. He made seven threes last night off the bench uh, in garbage time, might I add. I mean, it doesn't really mean anything. But he's shooting 57% from three as a member of the Nets, 50% from the floor in total. And he's, he's taking almost five threes a game, which is, he's becoming a better version of Joe Harris, to be honest. Uh, Joe Harris, he's like, he changed his game a little bit, I noticed. Like, he's been driving more. Yeah, and that's, that's what you yeah. need. I, I, the leap that Joe Harris has taken from last year to this year has been uh, phenomenal to to uh, to watch, but Nick Stauskas. You just did you say Dick Stauskas? I said Nick Stauskas. I heard Dick Stauskas. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, but yeah, like the, the leap that Joe Harris has taken, and then you add you know Nick Stauskas to the roster. You have two guys that come off the bench and light it up from three. Uh, Nick Stauskas is everything I wished Alan Crabb would be this season. Yeah, basically. So far, I mean Alan Crabb still hope for him but you know this season he just he's just looking really tentative and the only thing that's keeping me from like talking shit about everyone is the fact that we still have half a season to go yeah it, it's still There's early still time because honestly 
We could have said the same shit about Harris two months ago. Yeah. And now he's one of the best players on the team for the month of yeah. December. So. It, it takes time, but Alan Crabs had 30 games. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not taking any way, anything away from the fact that he's playing bad. He's playing terrible yeah. now. But I'm not going to say it was a bad move to trade for him. Oh, no. Not, not at all. Not at shit. all. I'm, like, I still have hope because the, he's shown some flashes of what he can do. Um, yeah, he's had some he's had some clutch moments so far as a member of the Nets. He's hit some big threes during the season. But my problem with him isn't the fact that, you know, he's missing all of these shots, is that he just settles way too often for a three or a contested three or whatever. He's not being aggressive enough. He and he that's the thing with Alan Crabb. He's not very good at shooting off the dribble. He's not very good at driving and getting penetration or separation, and that's fine. But if, if you're Alan Crabb, you have to adjust your game to the system, and he's not doing a, a good enough job so far. And I'd, I'd have to think that, you know, if there was a list of the most disappointing Nets this season, he'd be, you know, pretty close to the top, if not the top. I would uh, yeah. I wouldn't really expect anything from the, like the other players that are playing terrible because you don't really expect much from them. You don't expect much from Chris Yeezy. I don't expect anything from Timothy Moskov. At this point, I don't expect anything from either of them. Yeah, so it, you're right. I just want Quincy AC to go. Yeah, I don't. I He's don't hopeful see, to stay this way. I, I don't. I don't see any from him on the floor. I mean, well, we obviously need him on the floor because he's one of our only options. But other than that, I don't want him on the floor. Um, we just really, really, really need a fucking back on front court. Like it's 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 terrible. It's so bad. And the thing is, I don't have a problem with Tyler Zeller. I really don't. I, I just don't. He's he's I a good backup. Yeah, he's a good backup, but he still fucks up a but lot. But we're starting him. Yeah. And he's he's not. He's an okay backup, not a good backup. He's yeah. an okay. He gets the job done. He's averaging eight point two points per game for the season, five rebounds. That's fine for a backup center. That's that's perfect. You know, it's what you want. He can shoot the three occasionally. Which um, is random as fuck. Yeah, very. Um, he's a good interior scorer. He's a decent rebounder. He's okay. Um, okay defender. He's just okay in general. He's an okay player. Um. Other than that, you know, our front court is just fucked. Yeah, it's... You can't play Timofey Mozgov. Yeah, he's just, he's awful. I saw him shoot a three last night. That, that man is not good <laughs> for a few minutes. Um, I just... He's bad. He's bad. You can't play Timofey Mozgov. You can barely play Quincy Hasey, but he still gets fucking... He's averaging 17, almost 18 minutes a game. That's um, wild. That's very disgusting to me. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> if he was on any other team in the NBA, hey, I do not think he'd be averaging. You know what's fucked up? That's still like. That's, because we have fucking Lande playing power forward, so that's still not even. That's the worst part. He's I just only, want. He's only getting eighteen, because we're playing Lande at power yeah, forward. Exactly. Like he would be getting more if we, if we didn't have Lande at power forward. Like the, it's just bad. The positioning's bad. The rotations are bad. 
I just wish we could get a solid. Once Ja is like incorporated into the lineup fully, we can move Rondé back to the two and the three, so he can start guarding players that are his size instead of guarding fucking Demarcus Cousins or Anthony Davis or fucking Lamarcus Aldridge night in and night out, getting completely um abused, bodied, bodied, and to make matters worse. Yesterday, the Nets unveiled their city version of, of their, oh, their Nike oh, uniforms. Oh, those shits are trash. You thought that we weren't going to talk about them, but we are. Those shits are trash. And I honestly... The, I can fuck. get past the... The um the pattern in the back is yes, bad. Yes, I can get what, past that. What pisses me off is the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. That... that why? And that's what has like that's Why? what that's what pissed a lot of people off is that? or turned them off from the jerseys because the initial design, the jersey itself without the lettering is yeah. fine. Yeah, I don't have bad. any problems with that. That's cool. You know, it's paying homage to Brooklyn. Whoever sat down in that meeting where they were designing these jerseys and said, "Let's put an arch with the full team name on the jersey," that shit is got. They out. need to be fired. Zero out of ten. And I don't. I think our jerseys, other than that one, are fine. Uh, the remix jerseys, the statement jerseys, they yeah, could. Cool. I, mean, I wish they went with last year's design for the remix jerseys, and they just said Nets with Brooklyn down the side. Those were fine, but I I understand why they 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 did what they did. They're not terrible looking jerseys. The Nets wear them more than they wear their black jerseys, which yeah. I've noticed lately. Which yeah, is, but they're kind of fire. Yeah, like, I don't I, have I a like problem with that. I, yeah. Compared, compared to the fucking city jersey, those shits are fire. Yeah, and the Nets, the Nets city jersey is like in the bottom five yeah. in the league in city jerseys. Miami has like number one. Yeah, Miami's been, are fire. There's a lot of fire jerseys. Yeah. Golden State's are fuck, fuck Golden State, but their jerseys are fire. I don't like those really. I, I just fucks with the symbol of Golden State. I really like Minnesota's. Like the full gray. Yeah, those are fire. I like... I low key like Orlando's. Yeah, those those shits are flames. I'm not a lot of people lie. don't like them, but I low key yeah, think they're they're fire. Utah's I didn't like at first. Yo, those shits are like I didn't like them at first. I like those. And I, I like Utah's. I like the court that goes with them. I like uh I like the Raptors jerseys. Fuck the Raptors. Yeah, fuck fuck the Raptors, but I like I like their I like their um their city jerseys. Honestly I don't even like them. OKC's jerseys are kind of butt. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Kind of low-key disappointed. Um, the Pelicans ones. Yeah, those are cool. I like the color. I like the scheme. I don't like the numbers. Oh. They look very weird. Yeah. Um, Utah's are fire. Yeah. The Thunders are kind of disappointing. The Spurs are kind of trash. Spurs, is, they're, they're honoring it every year. The military ones. They just made it black. The Mavericks? Eh. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Celtics Boston, is eh. yeah, yeah. Pacers I like a lot. Um, the Cavs, eh. I don't get it. I get it, but I I don't like it. Bucks is eh. The Kings are really good. Yeah, those are dope. Um, Wizards, those are dope. Fine. Magic Fire. Bulls, I don't get it. Yeah, I really. I don't get where the blue comes from. Yeah, I I don't like that. Either. I mean, I like them, but they I don't get the it. The Nets just. Yeah, we don't talk about this. Detroit's, eh. Phoenix. That's mad random. Eh. Yeah, those are Minnesota's fun. are fire. Sixers have really good ones. 
the Lakers stop using Kobe's name for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver, fine. Clippers, fine. I don't get that. What the fuck? They're like they're throwbacks, oh. like modernized. Oh. Grizzlies, fire. Yeah. I really like the Grizzlies, and I like I like it. Uh, Blazers, plaid, no. Hawks, they're okay. Hornets, okay. The Knicks ones are okay. Well, why do we talk about the Knicks? They're fuck the Knicks, but they're Thank okay. Um, they're fine. The Rockets are fine. The Heat are fine. The Heat are I, the oh, best okay. ones. But back on topic, the Nets just really need to not wear those ever. I mean, they're going to wear them a few times a season, but I think next year. I think every year they get used to the jerseys. So hopefully next year they learn learn from their mistakes and, and make something that's actually wearable and fine. Um... So, we're about four days away from 2018, so me and Mike decided to give some resolutions to the Nets. Each player is going to get their own resolution, and hopefully in 2018, they chin up and they um, play a lot, they play better. Um, Let's start with Spencer Dinwiddie. My resolution for Spencer Dinwiddie, stop forcing everything. Let the game flow. You don't need to shoot an un- a contested three-point shot from fucking 17 feet out. No, not 17. Like 27 feet out with 15 seconds in the shot clock. You don't need it. Let the game come to you. Mike. Yeah. Samesies. Samesies. No, honestly, a lot of my... There's going to be too much repetition if we're going to go through each player because everyone has a problem with bad offense, with forcing the offense. Rondé, Karras, Damari, everybody. Everybody has a bad habit of forcing a shot at one point in the game. And the the only thing I can really say, out like, positive for a resolution is Nick Scousis. I want him to keep shooting. I, uh, I, I fucks with him. We're going to go through Five stars. Um, Rondé, be more in control. Yeah, I think he should be more aggressive too, though. Um, and other than be a big body, be a big body. Yeah, but that's. I mean, your size limits you, but be a big body. It's not really. He can't really do much though, considering some of the people that are on him. Yeah. If a power forward's on him, he's not gonna body. Yeah. Uh, Damari Carroll, stop shooting threes, please. 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 Play however you played the first two months of the season. Yeah. We need I, that Demari Carroll I like back. that one. He's regressed so much. Just please stop forcing offense. Um, Karis LeVert, cut down on turnovers. Yeah. Please. Yeah, definitely. Um, Karis, averaging two and a half, almost two and a half turnovers a game, uh, which is third on the team. First on the team, if you don't count... Uh, D'Angelo and Jeremy Lin, but um, cut cut down on the turnovers, <laughs> please. Um, you're he's come so far from the start of the some from the start of the season. He's playing better. Uh, just cut down on the turnovers. Alan Crabb, please do something other than shoot threes. Be aggressive. Drive to the basket. Draw fouls. Uh, work on your mid range game. Work on your 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 dribbling and shooting off the dribble. Uh, Nick Stauskas, keep shooting your shot. 
Uh, Jalil Okafor, you're not even doing anything wrong. <laughs> you would do shit. <laughs> you're really, you're not doing anything wrong. Just get in basketball shape because that's what they want you to be in. Get in basketball shape. Joe Harris, be more aggressive. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep shooting threes. Um, Tyler Zeller, stop fouling. Please. Please stop fouling. Isaiah um, Whitehead really hasn't done shit. Isaiah Whitehead, either. stay in the NBA. Yeah, please. A lot of people don't like you. A lot of Nets fans don't like you. I like you. I think Same. you have a talent, talented offensive skill set. Um, you're probably uh, not going to be a true point guard. You're shooting guard by nature. So um, there's a spot for you on the roster. Um, Quincy AC, please don't ever play a minute of basketball again in your life. Jared Allen, be more aggressive. Um, you are almost seven feet tall, not counting the afro. Um, Love the afro. Okay. Um, be more aggressive. You know, you have you don't have all the muscle there yet, but be more aggressive. I like what I've seen from him thus far. Um, very explosive interior. Um, be stronger on the boards. You're doing great. You can tell he's trying, too. So yeah. That's what I appreciate. Like, yeah. You can see when he's playing that he's trying to be aggressive and that he, he's trying to yeah. be a big NBA body. He right just now. doesn't have the muscle yet. Yeah, I mean, he's only... And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Timothy Moskov, please fly back to Russia. Yeah, I'll um, I don't like him. Mid- Milton Doyle, keep shooting. You have every um, semblance of an offensive talented, offensively talented player. Um, keep shooting. You know, I don't know how long you're going to be in the NBA for... Uh, how how long you're gonna be up with the Nets for before you know they send you back down to the D League? But I'm very glad they signed him to a two way contract because he has potential to be a very good offensive player. He's been tearing it up in the D League all season. Uh, he tore it up in summer league with the Nets. So um, Kenny Atkinson, I need to have a word with. Um, fix your fucking rotations, bro. That's all I. That's all I have to say about Kenny Atkinson. Just fix fix the rotations, please, for the love of God. Stop playing Quincy AC with Tyler Zelly. With Tyler Zelly. Tyler Zelly. Um, I, I think, honestly, it's just Quincy AC's a problem. <laughs> like, no matter, you put him with Jared Allen, you put him with fucking Tyler my Zelly. Favorite thing is when, my favorite thing is when Kenny Atkinson plays him with fucking Mozgov. That's for oh fucking God. a very extended period of time. And I'm just sitting there and I'm watching this. Yeah, and I'll be on the floor for like eight minutes. Straight. Yeah, I don't like, get it. What in what world are you watching? And then he has the nerve to say that Quincy AC is playing okay basketball. And what did he say this a couple games ago? Oh fuck him! A couple games ago, Quincy AC will go fucking zero for seven from three, and Kenny Atkinson will still give him the green light in eighteen minutes. And I, I don't understand it. I mean, I I understand that we have a lack of front court depth, but you have fucking Jalil Okafor sitting on the bench rotting away. Play the kid, god damn it, man. <laughs> like, play, play fucking Ja over Quincy AC. Like, find somebody in the D League to call up that's not Quincy AC. <laughs> Timothy Mozgov. I cannot wait until Timothy Mozgov is off this team yeah, and he's played 23 that. games. That's he cool. might be worse than Bargnani. At least Bargnani gave us some Yo, fucking remember offense. Remember that first game? He <laughs> yeah. 20 points against the Bulls. That was so random. At least Bargnani gave us something. Timothy Mozgov has given us nothing. He's averaging fucking 4.6 points per game. Um, we have one question from at Billy King. 
your at name doesn't oh at Billy King zero one one zero one six. Well, we found out the re- the, the that's my birthday. No, it's not. January tenth is my birthday. First of all, that's zero one one zero one six, as you're, in you're November. F- wait, you're an idiot. January tenth, two thousand sixteen. Oh, oh I thought. F- no, sorry. I remember that, that is that was happy. That was the best birthday fired. present you've ever gotten. It was. Um. Yeah, but at Billy King zero one one zero one six wants to know what do you think Marks could get from for Spencer and Harris. Here, here's my I thing. Here's, here's my thing. Um, if you're going to trade somebody like Spencer Dinwiddie, make sure you get a return. I think right now Spencer could get us a role player. He's a starter. Yeah, I th- here's what I think. I think Spencer could get us a role player and a mid to late first round pick. Yeah. And that's not good enough. That's not he's, good he's like a he's an okay starter. So for the type of con- yeah, for, for the type of control we have over Dinwiddie and the contract that we have him on right now, giving him to a contender for the rest of the season for a role player and a mid to late first round pick that's going to be in the high twenties, not worth it. Mm-hmm. Joe Harris, I think you could flip to a contender for maybe a second round pick. That that's fine. I love Joe Harris. I love his game. I love how far he's come. But we have Nick Stauskas, and that yeah. makes me feel a little bit more comfortable with exploring a trade for Joe Harris. I think he could get us a, a, a second it, round I think pick. it's too early to fall back on Stauskas and Joe Harris because he's only played seven games. Yeah. Like he can go cold at any point. So yeah. Not, I don't want to say anything negative about him, but I feel like it's too early to shop players that we kind of need right now yeah. for a pick. The more offense we can, we can get, is it, the better that yeah. will be. And right now the Nets aren't necessarily playing their best stretch of basketball and it's not going to get any easier considering our schedule but they they show up to games uh not last night but most nights they show up and they fight to the finish and that that's something as a fan you can appreciate um tomorrow night they'll be playing the heat in miami then sunday uh they'll be playing the celtics in boston it's a 5.30 game. And then to kick off the new year, we're playing the Magic, who we've split the season series with, if I'm correct. We've only played them twice, right? The Magic? Yeah. Yeah, one point. Yeah. Or two one point. Yeah, we split the season series with them. Uh, and then we're home for five straight games to start the new year. Orlando, Minnesota, Boston, Toronto, Detroit, before going to Atlanta, and then finally to Washington. Um, winnable games... We're going to struggle with Miami. Yeah. Wayne Ellington's playing really well. <laughs> yeah, he's so, he's so streaky. It's mad funny. Didn't he make like eight threes? Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. What the hell? Um, Boston, we played them well when we played them. Uh, didn't get the result we wanted, but we t- took them to the wire. So maybe... I mean, honestly, we can do that with anybody. Yeah, we show up for games like that, you know? Games that a lot of people we're not an easy, yeah we are, um we're not an easy w, necessarily point, an easy W yeah but we make it we make it we make teams fight for it. Sands last night in the game at Toronto, and a couple uh, maybe the next game earlier this season, but a lot of our games have been close. Um, and then the homestand to start of the year we have Orlando, which is a very winnable game considering they're missing Vucevic. Um, Almost half their team is hurt. 
Um, Minnesota is gonna be a nightmare. Oh yeah, that's gonna be awful. And I'm gonna be at that game. Carl Anthony coming back like that. That's ridiculous. Thirty and twenty-five. Uh, Boston again. Toronto is gonna be a nightmare. Detroit is gonna be a nightmare. Uh, Andre Drummond's gonna be our front court alive. He always goes off against us too. Uh, and then you have at Atlanta, at Washington, uh, versus the Knicks, versus Any San Antonio, versus Miami. Front courts on the ball games. Yeah, and no game on on the schedule is necessarily necessarily. I'm, I need to stop talking. It's necessarily a winnable game. You have to go out and you have to play the forty eight minutes, and you have to put together a coherent uh, game to you know have a chance to win in the NBA, and the Nets, they're regressing very much so offensively. They're shooting a lot of threes, not taking a lot of smart shots, not, you know, executing well, five-second violations, turnovers, uh, not being able to rebound the ball well, you know, just sloppy offensive possessions, and that that's something that the Nets need to work on, and hopefully when we get D'Angelo Russell back, which God knows when that'll be, because nobody will tell us anything, um, hopefully some of those problems will start to go away. But I'm very excited to see, you know, D'Angelo come back and hopefully, you know, uh, play alongside Jalil Okafor and, you know, some of these pieces that the Nets have. Because we only got a glimpse of what D'Angelo Russell could do. He's only played in about a handful of games this year. He's only played in 12 games before he got hurt. He was doing, he looked like he was about to have, you know, an all-star type year, you know. He's averaging 21 points a game. He's averaging almost six assists, and that's the type of player that can change your franchise. And missing him has hurt the Nets um, more than it's done them any good. You know, Spencer Dinwiddie stepped up, but there's only so much he can do because he's a role player. He's not necessarily a starter in this league. But um, that's all I got. Mike? I just miss D'Angelo Russell. We all, we all miss D'Angelo Russell. I miss Jordan, too. Yeah. Yeah, it would have helped last night. It would have helped a lot of nights. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> it would have helped last night. I mean, the, the one thing we can take away from last night is Jared Allen blocking Anthony Davis. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun to watch. It was a fun three seconds for yeah, remembering that the game was on. <laughs> Word. Um, that's the podcast. Yeah. I think, yeah. Anything yeah. else you want to say? Fuck the Knicks. Fuck, yep. One more time before 2018. Fuck the Knicks. Fuck the Knicks. I'm going to say it all 2018, too. Yeah. Fuck Billy King. Fuck Billy King. Fuck Timothy Mozgov. Get Quincy AC off my team. That ass. Um, <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at Ty Hernandez underscore. Follow Mike on Twitter at one Mike underscore. I remember this time. Not going to have you, you say it. Uh, follow me to Brooklyn. We just hit 1,500 followers. Gang, that gang. Ass. That was solid. Okay, fuck you then. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just hit 1,500 followers. Um, thank you guys for your continued support and supporting this podcast and the website. Um, check out the website, beatabroken.com. Anything else? If you guys want merch, you can make merch happen. Let me know. Yeah. Um, yeah, bye.